0: Now, the Bank of Canada uh, is going to make an announcement tomorrow regarding its interest rates. Its uh, key interest rate, which obviously climbed numerous times in 2022 as the Bank of Canada seeks to fulfill its mandate on inflation. A mandate to rein in inflation, get it back to this target range. But, of course, that, that doesn't happen overnight. And so part of the challenge here for the bank is to try to get a sense of what their previous actions have done to get a sense of where this is all going. Now, there are some who believe that maybe the bank has done what it needs to do, and now we just sit back and wait for that to have an effect, and that eventually inflation is going to come back into that target range of 1% to 3%. Others, not so sure. So this is the big dilemma for the bank right now, is to assess whether they've done enough. Because, obviously, there are consequences to raising inflation rates and the concern that if the bank goes too far, that's going to push the economy into recession. And there's a hope, obviously, that we can achieve a soft landing here, that is, to get inflation under control and avoid a recession. How realistic is that? A big decision uh, for the bank to make, and we'll find out tomorrow what exactly that is. There's an interesting piece in the Financial Post today uh, making the argument that the Bank of Canada should increase interest rates, that now is not the time uh, to relax. Uh, joining us to talk about it is uh, one of the authors of this piece. You can find it, as mentioned, financialpost.com. Theo Argetis is a managing director at Compass Rose Group and uh, one of the authors of this piece. Theo, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program.
1: Hi, good morning.
0: Uh, so first of all, we'll, we'll talk about why you believe the bank should increase interest rates. But in terms of the, the prediction side, do, do you think the bank will?
1: Um, well, it looks like uh, it 's likely to do so I mean certainly that 's what economists expect, and that 's what markets expect and I think uh, they will because the the argument and the argument that we are making uh, in this column as well is that at this point, given inflation, even though it 's easing it 's still way too high, well above target it 's just better to err on the side of over tightening rather than under tightening because as we argue in the column history shows us that the real risk when you're fighting inflation is that you're taking your foot off the brake too soon and and maybe an analogy that i would use is you know you want to take those antibiotics the full course of of you know what was prescribed you don't want to ta- you know you don't want to stop taking those antibiotics Uh, to uh, stop taking them too early because, you know, you might actually not, uh, you might have the problem um, recur. So this is sort of the argument. Everyone agrees that we're probably near the end of the tightening cycle. but, uh, But, you know, I think at this point, since we're already near the end, it can't hurt just to tighten a little bit more just to err on the side of caution.
0: Well, that's the challenge, right, is to know when to ease up, because obviously it's not about let's keep raising interest rates until uh, inflation is at, you know, say, 2 percent. I mean, at some point, the bank is able to take a look and say, OK, you know, we're, we're headed in the right direction. We've done what we need to do. So w- what does that look like?
1: Well, I mean, uh, once they stop hiking rates, essentially, which is we're, we're near the end of the hiking cycle, <laughs> the next question becomes, How long do they keep interest rates at these higher levels? Because ultimately, I think if you're a highly indebted Canadian, you can, you know... Uh, work with uh, high interest rates for a while, but then it becomes a real burden the longer these interest rates, the higher interest rates, are in play. So the the question, the temptation will be to uh, cut interest rates at one point, particularly if you start seeing, you know, pressure increase, both politically but also on the Bank of Canada as well. Uh, and uh, so, you know, that's what it looks like essentially. The question becomes next once the hiking ends is how long do you keep interest rates high and do you uh, you know uh, resist the temptation to to lower interest rates too quickly
0: so the capacity then for the economy to absorb further rate increases uh, you know and we talk about the soft landing of the goldilocks outcome as you refer to it in the piece Mm -hmm. do you believe that that the economy is is still at this point strong enough that it can handle higher rates
1: Well, I mean, it it looks it because uh, the Canadian economy is showing very few signs of actually slowing, even though many people are predicting a slowdown and even recession this year. It's actually pretty strong. In December alone, we saw more than 100,000 jobs, net new jobs created. So, And inflation, as I said, is still showing, even though it is easing, still very high. And underlying inflation is still well above the 2% target. Uh, that Canada has. So there's a lot of underlying strength in the economy, in part because we are a resource producer and, uh, you know, higher commodity prices are actually, um, you know, good for the Canadian economy and fuel incomes in, in much of the economy and fuel tax revenue, which generate, you know, which fuel spending. So uh, we are a commodity producer that is actually benefiting from higher resource prices. Of course, the flip side to that is that we're also highly indebted economy, certainly households are highly indebted in Canada. So that is the offset there. So it's a balancing act for policymakers trying to figure out what, um, you know, how everything kind of plays out.
0: How would you judge the Bank of Canada's response to, to this, this whole situation? Because I, I think there was some criticism that maybe they were slow to act, but have, have they done a good job so far? think?
1: Yeah, I mean they were slow to act for sure. Um, they acknowledge that uh, they've acknowledged that, and they acknowledge that you know they let inflation get out of control. But they've been quick to respond. It hasn't been an easy thing. They've faced a lot of criticism, both ways. Being slow to react, slow to react initially, and then too you know very aggressive in their hiking cycle but i think they've done the right move especially you know acknowledging that they made an error and and making up for it uh you know fiscal on the fiscal side uh we haven't seen that right we've seen uh governments not really participate in that effort to slow inflation down because it is tough to kind of rein in demand uh particularly for politicians and so you know uh, at least the bank of canada has taken an inflation fight uh, very seriously
0: has, has fiscal policy undermined the the monetary policy side at all?
1: I don't know if "undermine" is the right word, but certainly hasn't helped. It certainly hasn't kind of had the the the, the, the determination to fight inflation. Um, you know, that's how I would describe that. Yeah.
0: Now, in terms of the the overshooting versus the undershooting debate that you talked about, the overshooting, the concern that you know the bank's too aggressive, that that's going to hurt sort of economic growth, but the undershooting, uh, easing up too soon, allowing inflation to surge back, you know, is 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 that demonstrably worse in your view?
1: Well, we've we've had uh, you know. Historical instances uh, in the 70s, for example, where um, after kind of initial effort to slow down inflation in the 70s, they, they let up um, uh, sort of the uh, latter half of that decade, and we saw inflation pick up again, and the end result was... Uh, you know, in the early 1980s, the Bank Canada had to raise interest rates, short-term interest rates, above 20% in order to get inflation down. So we, we know from history that if inflation persists, it becomes increasingly more difficult to bring down. So the cost of bringing down inflation that becomes really sticky at high levels is the sort of recession that we had in the early 80s, which was, which was a very, very deep recession.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what the bank does tomorrow and uh, and beyond. Uh, as mentioned, in your piece it's up at uh, FinancialPost.com. Theo, thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it.